Hey, Prime members, you can listen to Country Heat Weekly ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the app today. Hello from Nashville and happy CMA Awards Week. It's Amber and Kelly checking in to make sure you have all the info you need to enjoy country music's biggest night. That's right. We're just days away. But before that happens, next Wednesday, Russell Dickerson is releasing a new album called The After Party Deluxe. Which is kind of misleading because it is not a deluxe edition of an album called The After Party. Right. It's a deluxe edition of his self-titled album, which came out last fall. So this is a performance album full of both full band live tracks and some acoustic recordings. There's also a new track called Red Dirt Church with Me to Breathe. So to celebrate this new edition, we're going to encore our episode of Country Heat Weekly from one year ago when the original album was released. But first, we have some CMA scoop to pass along. It's been a very busy week in Nashville as we get ready for next Wednesday's show. And we've been chatting with a bunch of the nominees, including the night's most nominated artist, Lainey Wilson. This is the second year in a row she's been the most nominated. Nine nominations, including her first ever consideration for Entertainer of the Year. It's going to be a big night for her, and I wouldn't count her out for that Entertainer of the Year trophy. Just even like right when you just mentioned it, it kind of reminded me and and gave me butterflies all over again to be considered for Entertainer of the Year. Um, You know, of course, there's times where I'm like, oh my gosh, uh, how did that happen? But when you think about the amount of shows that we have played this year and last year, we have we have played a lot. We have we started playing a club tour top of the year. We went out with Luke Combs. We did a stadium tour. We're out on the road with Hardy right now. Uh, every fairing festival in between, we have done it. So when you think about the amount of people that we have entertained, um, then I guess it's not that crazy. On one of the last days of voting, she had a parking lot party on Music Row, and Lainey with her co-writers Dallas Wilson no relation, and Tranny Anderson performed their song and single of the year nominated Heart Like a Truck on the back of their pickup trucks. (laughs) It was awesome. We'll post some pictures and videos of that on our socials. It was incredible. Mm -hmm. Now, while Lainey had a lot of confidence about her nominations, Cody Johnson feels the exact opposite about his male vocalist nomination. I doubt I win. Hey, come I, on now. You got to manifest against, this stuff. I, listen, I would love to win, but I'm not getting my hopes up. Luke's got a great PR team. <laughs> he does have a good PR team. <laughs> hey, I'm just saying, I'm going against Luke Combs and Chris Stapleton. Good luck, Kojo. <laughs> if I get it, I might pull like the ugly girl cry, like because I will be surprised if I win it. But I'm thankful. I'm thankful I'm nominated. (laughs) Oh, I do hope he wins just so we can see the ugly girl cry. (laughs) Me too. Cody's new album, Leather, drops on Friday, and he will be our special guest next week on Country He Weekly. And yes, we are going to get to the bottom of what's going on with that Carrie Underwood duet. Promise. The Care Bears are going to want to tune in. Cody has two other duets on the album, one with Brooks and Dunn and one with Jelly Roll. But he's performing his current solo single, The Painter, on the show. Do you have any predictions to make ahead of the show, Kelly? Hmm. I really think it's going to be a big night for Jelly Roll. I think it's going to be a big night for Lainey Wilson. I think the two most interesting categories this year for me are Entertainer of the Year and New Artist of the Year. (laughs) 
I just remembered something that Megan Maroney told me at the NSAI Awards about her new artist nomination. The new artist nomination was pretty, pretty special. I immediately called my parents, of course, um, and I told them who else was in the category, and they're just like, what? Like, my parents were like, okay, we, that makes sense. That Megan? <laughs> Well, we're going to be on Media Row Monday and Tuesday talking to all the stars ahead of the big night, which you can watch next Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern and Pacific on ABC. So can we talk about these performances? Yes. Well, you know I'm excited that Jordan Davis is performing Next Thing You Know. And a lot of our podcast friends are performing, including Dan and Shay, Luke Combs, and Ashley McBride. Kelsey Ballerini doing Leave Me Again is going to be an interesting situation. Do you think she'll just do it her and the guitar like she did on the EP? I really hope so. I mean, we're going to get to see her tonight in Knoxville, Tennessee, so maybe we can ask her. Mm, we'll get mm. to the scoop. <laughs> Little Big Town and Tanya Tucker doing Delta Dawn is going to be epic because of those harmonies. And I'm here for all the collaborations, too. I think Kenny Chesney, Alan Jackson, and the Zach Brown Band with Mac McAnally paying tribute to Jimmy Buffett is going to be a moment. Not sure how I feel yet about Post Malone's performance, though. <laughs> okay, so wait. When you think of classic country medley, the first artists that come to mind aren't Hardy, Morgan Wallen, and Post Malone? <laughs> I mean, no, but I will say Post Malone just played in Nashville and Winona went and said it was one of her favorite live shows she's seen. Oh, everybody, no matter genre, loves Post. So, I mean... I don't know. You never know. You never know. It could be great. Yes. I mean, I'm tuning in. Don't worry. Don't miss the start of the show, which will kick off with Jelly Roll performing Need a Favor. And regardless what after parties we get invited to, we need to find out where Jelly is partying Wednesday night because you know our hometown boy will be throwing down. I'm just going to be real with you, Amber. I don't think either of us can hang with Jelly and Bunny in that situation. They go hard. <laughs> that is very fair. <laughs> so fair. Whatever we're up to next week, you can tag along with us on Instagram. I'm Hey, it's Amber A. And I'm the Kelly Sutton. Go follow us right now so you don't forget. And sit tight for an encore of our conversation with Russell Dickerson. There's a lot to say when buying a new home or car, but only one thing to say that can help you protect them. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And just like that, a State Farm agent will be there to help you choose the coverage you need, no matter where you are in life. When you need coverage options, your State Farm agent is there to help, on the phone or in person. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Do you ever wonder where all your money went, like every single time you look at your bank account? Honestly, it's probably all those subscriptions. I felt that way too, until I got Rocket Money. Rocket Money helped me see all the subscriptions I'm paying for, and it was eye-opening. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it all adds up so quickly. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year, with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Today's Center Stage guest is joining us to talk about his self-titled third studio album, 
which he served as co-writer and co-producer on to ensure it turned out to be truly authentic to him. Now, last time we talked to Russell Dickerson, we were at CMA Fest. He had just informed us that new music was in the works and now it's here. So we're going to get the scoop on the tracks that we've already heard, plus some of the new ones. This album follows Russell's four back-to-back chart-topping singles, plus his most recent song at Platinum Status, She Likes It, featuring Jake Scott. Now, in between being a dad to his adorable little boy, Remington, Russell has been spending lots of time on the road and in the studio. He recently wrapped up his sold-out tour in the UK, and now he's back in the States for his headlining She Likes It tour. So basically, we had a lot to catch up on when he stopped by a couple of weeks ago. He's back for round two. Russell Dickerson is in the house this time. Welcome to the Amazon Music Country Heat House. Ah, woohoo! Let's go. Amazon Country Heat House. Y'all do like TikTok. You know, they have like the different houses. Like, you need a TikTok page just for this house. Just the house. You do dances like on top of the table. It's kind of like, is it kind of like Cribs? We were going to... Kind of. We were going to put something together for TikTok, but I think since you have some ideas, we'll lean into that later. Perfect. Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, at the very end. Mm -hmm. Um, Can we please dive into album number three? Here we are. Finally, a self-titled album. Mm -hmm. Why did it take three albums to get a self-titled album? You know, I don't know. It just, (laughs) this felt like the right one. (laughs) Okay. The first one was like, I don't know, let's call this one yours. The second one... My favorite song on that album was Southern Symphony. Yeah. So I called it that. Yeah. And this one is just like, I don't know what else to call this, but <laughs> Russell freaking Dickerson. Here I am. <laughs> what about Drink to This, which is a song. Are you vibing on that one? I'm vibing on that <laughs> one. Vibing on it, yes. I mean, there's there's a ton of songs that could have been the album title, but do you think that that puts too much pressure on the song? Maybe. Okay. Yeah. But maybe not in other cases, but mm-hmm. I think that this one was perfect to be self-titled just because it's not, there's not one song that like summarizes the whole album. Like the whole album is summarized by this is who I am. This is me. Okay. This mm-hmm. is me when I was 16. The first song on the album is called Blame It On Being Young. It's about all the dumb stuff we used to do when we were 16, 17. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, we're going to get uh-huh. there. Okay. It's coming. Yeah. And then just the wait. last song on the album is me becoming a dad. So there's this whole span of life lived between the first song and the last song. There's a lot of nostalgia on this album. We talked about, you know, being young and Mm -hmm. being a teenager. Was that an intentional choice or just kind of a reflection? Like you said, you wanted it to be a complete evolution from then to now. I think it just happened that way as far as like chronological stuff. But I wrote a lot of these songs in 2021 And some in 2020, like, and I had time to like stop and go back in time and think about, think about these things. And, you know, I feel like my past records have just been like in the moment, this is, these are my favorite songs right now, whatever. But like with, with this record, I had time to, I was at home, we were stuck at home. Mm -hmm. I had so many things coming to mind. And like, like you said, drink to this and beers to the summer are a couple nostalgic songs too of like. I miss my friends. Like, mm. I miss those nights just around a fire drinking a Miller Lite with my best friends in the entire world, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, however those songs translate to each person individually, like, some, Drink to This could be a concert song. Like, this, okay. I'm just, like, I picture a bunch of kids out on the lawn, like, 
just like arms around each other. It's the best night ever. And one day we're going to drink to this. So So there's a a lot of, there's a lot of layers on this album. Okay. You co-wrote all 15 Mm -hmm. songs that are on the album, including the opening track, which I said we were going to get around to blame it on being young. So Russell, how autobiographical is this song? Completely. Cause we all thought we ran this town in a Walmart parking lot, circling around to McCrow, blasted on a stereo. Whoa. How many times did you get taken home in a cop car? Three. Oh, he had to think about it. That was a very long pause. Oh, yeah, it was. Uh, yeah. <laughs> We used, to okay. do, we used to do a lot of dumb stuff back then. Like Elaborate, li- please. I mean, stealing street signs and TP in people's houses. And, that was so fun, though. I know. You know? Yeah. I've never done that. Yeah. But then, like, I was, eggs now, is that's too— that's, Did you egg somebody's yeah, house? Oh, I mean, we used to, like, throw them at their garage doors, so it sounded like a boom. Oh, and Russell. Just, yeah. That, and, ugh. Yeah. I feel like there's a generation—this generation doesn't know— about that stuff. Yeah, they're just on their free. They're just playing video yeah, games. They're not their doing that like, for sleepovers. Like, <laughs> yeah, y'all need to, they're y'all not need to learn about some life. Yeah. It was minor things. I mean, we're not talking like any big. No, no, no big, robberies, <laughs> no murders. Okay, nothing good. Like that. I didn't good. want this to become I'm a true. I'm not a felon. This, don't want it to be a true crime <laughs> podcast. I don't want that switch to happen no, on your episode. It was three times out of three, it was probably toilet paper related. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Okay, you <laughs> name drop Tim McGraw on this song. Oh, yes. We know he's a huge influence on you. You spent your summer out on the road with him. You worked out with him. Yeah, I did. A lot. Mm-hmm. Did I was you- worried about you, by the way. <laughs> Thank you for your prayers. <laughs> because I appreciate that. That's an intense workout. Yeah, yeah. it is. Mm-hmm. It is. We made it, though. We made yeah, it. Yeah, you did. You, you made, made it. it. Yeah. Did you write this song before or after you were out with him? Before. Okay. Yeah, like way before. <gasps> yeah. You manifested it. I did. Yes. I guess what? I did. did. So obviously I played this song yeah. every night on the Tim McGraw's work. <laughs> what did he say when he saw you play it and, and heard it for the first time? I don't know if he ever did. Really? Yeah. I bet he did. I feel like he would have said something. He didn't say anything. Okay. He's just, <laughs> working out. He's just flexing on I'm you like, yeah, it. you mentioned me in the song. Yeah, he's got a song about I'm me. It's okay. Like I didn't see it. <laughs> May keep him wondering. I'll be over here flipping this tire if you need me. No big deal. (laughs) Okay, we're going to jump back to the album. I love the life lessons in I Still Believe. So take us into the writing of that one. This one, I think Zach Crowell just pulled up like a, the kind of vibe, the track that was, that we wrote over. And we were like, oh, okay, dude, this is like going to be a big anthem, a big whatever. And we spent like, two and a half hours trying to come up with a cool like whoa 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 or nah 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 something <laughs> and it's like was not happening i literally after two hours i just picked up guitar i was like i don't know like the best beer is cold the best friends are old best songs go oh 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 and we're like yeah, yeah! <laughs> and so that was kind of like how the writing process went with that song of like oh like that's a chorus that I want to sing every night. Mm-hmm. Like, that's epic. Uh, and the bridge is my favorite. You know, I still believe in that John 316, words written in red. Like, that's that's who I am. Like, that's one of the biggest things for me is is faith. And so that verse was like, oh, wow. Like, mm-hmm. there it is. That was the nice bow to put on the end of that song. 
When you were on the podcast with us in June at CMA Fest, Mm -hmm. um, your duet with Jake Scott, she likes it, Mm -hmm. was just starting its musical journey. Twas. And it was the fastest rising song of your career. Yeah. Did you have any clue? Like, what was it about that that seemed like, uh uh-oh, this one's different? Right. Well, at first, I mean, yeah, the song felt different from the beginning, but I didn't know if that was like a good different. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's different. It's super minimal. It's real bassy, like a blues guitar lick. And like, it's just totally different mm-hmm. than everything you're hearing on radio right now, which I love. Me too. She likes it when, she likes it when, she likes it when. And so I didn't know if that was a good or bad different. Uh, but when, so Home Sweet was my fifth single and that, peaked at 10 right in time as that's kind of tapering off she likes it is popping off and my label was like i don't think we're gonna do a single with this and then it was like oh that was seven million streams this week <laughs> we're gonna do a <laughs> this is gonna be your next uh-huh. single yep. and then boom right there and so it just like it caught on fire with radio instantly and the fastest climbing single top 15 and i love that one. song Well, it's no surprise to anyone that knows you or follows you on social media that your wife, Kaylee, is a frequent inspiration to a lot of your songs and a lot of the tracks on this album. How does she feel? Does she still think it's sweet that you are writing a song about her or is she, like, getting pretty used to it? I mean, she's my number one critic, for Mm. sure. Like, she's got got the songwriter intuition. Like, Mm. I mean, with Love You Like I Used To, she, the first time we wrote it, she was like, That's not it. Like, straight up. She said, the title of the song is better than the actual song. Wow. She was like, like, you just give it away from the first line. And so, we went back, completely rewrote Love You Like I Used To, and then now it's... And she's like, you're welcome. Yeah, right. When you write a song about her, do you take it to her immediately? Like, do you go, I wrote this today. I feel like it happens so often that it's just like, I'll just play like the last few songs I've written, and it's like... Like, God gave me a girl or something. She's like, that is so cute. I'm like, and? <laughs> Anything else? You know? And like, we had to make a rule that anytime I play her a new song, she has to hear it, I think, three times before she can critique it. <laughs> because, okay. like, I play it for the first time, and she's like, halfway through, she's like, I, uh, like, and she'll, like, like no, whatever. No. And I'm like, did you? Just let it simmer. <laughs> we spent hours writing, writing this, this song. <laughs> and so, yeah, we have we, we set that. that rule of we have to listen to it three times before she can hit me with a critique. I'm going to throw this out there for you. Um, that's a great rule to keep in mind with Remington because when he eats something, he, he needs to take at least three bites before he decides whether or not he likes okay. it. That's what we used to do okay. with my daughter. Yeah. It was like, you can't say you don't like it from the first bite. Right. You have to have three bites. Three bites. So it's the same with Kaylee. <laughs> I knew we were on a song. Ah, I love it. Well, Kaylee has to share the spotlight with Remington now. Yes. Mm-hmm. He's on the album. I know. Oh, gosh. Love her. Love her. Love her. 
so beautiful, just like your mama. This whole album was just like pulling out all the stops, you know, mm. with even like with everything. And so at the end of Just Like Your Mama, the last song, it's like this sweet little encore of like, I don't know, Phil's just kind of like riding off into the sunset and he's just like, mama, dada. And then at the very, very end, he says, love you. And then it's just like fade out. You're like, end. mic drop. That's all uh, you need. That's it. Did you give him points? On the song? I did. Maybe. You should have. Yeah, you should. College fund. College fund. Listen, yes. Marin did it. No. Yeah, I was going to say, Marin did it. Marin did Y'all it. Y'all know. Y'all know. If mm-hmm. you didn't do it this time, you just go back and next Did they have time. one feature in there a little bit? Yes. Mm-hmm. Hummingbird. Hummingbird. He mm. said at the beginning, mama. Mm-hmm. Stop So it. we were like, college. Okay, well, yeah. yeah. All right. It's yeah. for sure. Mm-hmm. Need to make right. that happen. Noted. Just Doing like it. your mama is my favorite song. It's so good. Oh, and then live, it's like. Yeah, that oh, mm-hmm. I I cry almost every time I hear or play or I mean I've heard it a thousand times, even like in the mixing stage, just like yeah, I think the vocals should come up a little bit on the, on the uh, third chorus. <laughs> okay, so Rem Dog is two now. Two. What milestones are we hitting? Like uh, the flat out in the floor. Oh. Phase. Those are fun. Mm-hmm. Yep. Those are fun. Kicking, mm-hmm. screaming, a little bit yeah, of that. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Opinionated and very much. But he can start to communicate now, and so it was like, right. "Dad, Dad, truck." Like Dad, Dad's truck. So it's like he wants to go mm-hmm. sit in the truck bed of the truck and just hang out. Okay. And then we have chickens too, but he'll be like, "Chickens, say hi, chickens." So we'll go Aww. go say hi to the chickens. Is he going out on the road a lot with you guys when you do dates? Okay. Always, yeah. Oh, uh, two-year-old on the road. How is that happening? So, we we have our own bus now. So, it's me, Kales, Remington, and her mom usually. Mm-hmm. Or my mom. So, we get, we get grandma love all the time. Good stuff. So, mm-hmm. without them, we would not do that. Yeah. Our bus driver is amazing, too. Like, he'll set up, like, bicycle gates outside the bus— He'll set up all the chairs. We had a big inflatable bouncy house Aww. that we just like plug into the bus. Like it's it's awesome. I say we have it down, but I, I mean we got it down as as best we can. Yeah, you know? that's cool. Yeah. Sounds fun to me. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Last question before we let you go. Your social media bios say you might have made out to one of my songs. <laughs> Do people tell you that? Is that a story that you get? A lot. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, it's like everybody's wedding song. Well, not everybody. A lot of people who come to the show are, they're like, yours, yours. is my wedding song. Love uh, you like I used to. Yeah, Home yeah. sweet. Yeah. Waiting for you. You know, like the love songs pay off. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, just like, where were we? We were at a, <laughs> on a writing retreat. <laughs> and I don't even know what we were talking about, but it might have been like something to do with like bro country, you know, like. Mm. I'm not the broest country of bros. <laughs> I don't even know how to say but I was like, I'm going to make that my Instagram bio. You probably made out to one of my songs. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. Dot, dot, dot. I love it. the new people that are like, oh, oh this, this guy. That's like, the dude. We definitely made out to that song. Self-titled album is here. Russell Dickerson. It's out now. She likes it tour. Runs through December. Go see him, y'all. Ain't no party like an you RD won't. party. Oh, that's right. You won't. <laughs> Thanks for coming back and joining us. Love you guys. 
This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Amber, can you believe that we've been doing this a whole year? No. (laughs) It's it's absolutely (laughs) crazy. When you look back at all the artists that we've talked to, the events that we've covered since the CMA Awards last year, it's kind of mind-boggling. It really is. Someone said, oh, happy one-year anniversary. And I was like, what? Oh, yeah. It's just like... But I mean, time flies when you're having fun, right? That's right. (laughs) Well, I mean, we started off the show in a big way with the chief, Eric Church, who rarely does interviews. I can count on one hand how many times I've interviewed him. I was shocked that he said yes. I mean, and it was a wide-ranging discussion of his triple album, Mm -hmm. Heart and Soul. He was just very loose, very relaxed. And I just loved getting to bring this side of him to the fans. Heart on Fire, I saw the video. It's incredible. So you- Kind of deep, fake, weird. It's deep, <laughs> fake, weird. Yeah. It took me a second. I'm me not too. kidding. Trying to be in your own body looking at it. I think it was the weirdest thing watching your mouth do stuff it never did. You know, and it's like- So for everyone <laughs> listening and watching right now, this video goes back for 15 years yeah, of 15 some of years. your- first videos, but you are singing your current song. It was wild, you know. What's funny is like the redneck in me, like I get there and, you know, I, I don't have the same facial hair through all of that. So my thing was, I said, well, wait. I said, you're getting my mouth. Yeah. And it's like really smart people that don't think of the most common sense thing. And I said, but was it going to matter that I don't have the same? And it's so funny. The guy goes, oh, I don't know. They <laughs> <laughs> like, thought of all the dots. They thought of all the 3D cameras. Right. They didn't think about the facial hair. And I said, maybe, maybe we should think about that. I have to say one of the things I'm really proud of is the diversity of guests that we've welcomed to the center stage spotlight. Mm-hmm. It's not just all the big name superstars, although we really have had a lot of those. I mean, Carrie Underwood, Luke Bryan, Maren Morris, Dirk Bentley. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. That's right. But we've also gotten to introduce our global audience to the future of country music. Yes. People like Raina Roberts, Lily Rose, Frank Ray. And it was a chance for us to get to know them as artists too. And we've discovered they're really great people and they're a ton of fun. We love them all. So much fun, truly. 
Remember Willie Jones coming in, looking all fly, talking about how his mom influenced his style? It's a little burgundy, polyester. Uh, yeah, a little suit. He got a little bell bottom flare going on. <laughs> but yeah, my mom got this from an estate sale. And when it. she got it for me, of course, it was during quarantine. So I, I put on a few pounds. I was real thick. And uh, before I came here today, I was trying to find something to wear. And I saw this hanging up. And I was like, I might be able to fit in it. And then this was my first time living literally putting it on and seeing myself in it. And my mom got this from me for an estate sale. Yeah. So shout out, shout out to Mama Jones, known to Lisa George Jones. I love you. Oh, <laughs> that's awesome. She taught me everything I know about the swag. Yes, I still talk about that suit with him I mean, when I see him. I have pictures on my phone that look like an album cover. <laughs> he looks so good. <laughs> so good. And then we got to chat with legends like Dolly. Yeah, I do. I enjoyed hosting it 22 years ago. And then I also loved being the Entertainer of the Year. I've been nominated 40-some times. I've won 13 Ace uh, Academy of Country Music Awards. And so I think the Entertainer of the Year was the highlight of that. But I just enjoy being part of all the country music scene. I'm so proud that country music is doing so well, has always done well. And now it's just like the music. And I'm so proud of that because I'm a country girl and a country singer, and I just love being a part of it and able to kind of enhance it even further if I can. I feel like it was talking to an angel when we got to chat with her. (laughs) We talked to her on Zoom. Yeah. But do you remember sitting there waiting for her to join the Zoom and then her logo popped up? It was like Dolly. (laughs) We were like, oh my God, this is real. (laughs) And there she was. There she was. We also got to catch up with old friends that had some news stories to tell, like TJ Osborne. I always wanted to do it at the height of our career because I didn't want it to be seen as opportunistic. It's weird because on one hand, I want to help with visibility and and it's Pride Month, but then there there's also this kind of balance of like, I don't want to try to capitalize on this just because of my sexuality or, or, or get headlines uh, for that. But at the same time, if I don't talk about it, then I'm not bringing visibility and hopefully that can help some other people out there. We love him so much. Love that guy. And we gained a brand new bestie in Breland, and we watched his career absolutely explode. I got a long text that said, hey, man, this is Dirks Bentley, country singer. I, <laughs> he did not. No, I, he did not. I still have it. I bet you I still have it. Watch this. I bet you I bet you I still have it. You're about to be like, there's no way that this really happened. This Dirk's is Bentley. really how the text went. Hi, country singer. This is Dirks Bentley, this. comma, country singer. <laughs> Boom. Hey, dude, Dirks Bentley, country singer and big fan of yours, man. Boom, boom, boom. He goes on. I'm like, dude, I already know who you are. (laughs) I think we both agree that Luke Combs' wild and crazy story of writing with Hall of Famer Dean Dillon was one of the best things to happen on a podcast anywhere this year. No doubt. And he's like, we got to go. We got to go now because he's like, I'm a regular at this bar. It's cool. Like, I'll put it on my tab. And I'm like, okay, cool. So we get in the car. With the guy, there's a man running through the parking lot and he's beating on the window of this car. And he's like, you didn't pay your fucking tab, blah, 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 yelling at us. And I'm looking at the guy like, bro, what are you doing, dude? What is happening? And so Ray rolls the window down and just like gives the guy $200. He's like, sorry, bro. We're with this guy. We don't know this guy. I have no idea who this guy is. Sorry. Like we're, it wasn't us. And covering the ACM Awards in Las Vegas, 
I mean, how unforgettable is that? It was amazing. Our faces were up in the airport. Do you remember? <laughs> we were so shocked when we landed. Like, wait, that's us. On the way to baggage claim, we look up and there we are. There we were. We're like, we made it. We made it, guys. <laughs> so many concerts, so many special events. It really has been such a crazy ride in the best way. In the absolute best way. And we're just getting started. We have so many fun things lined up for year two. Thank you so much for being a part of our Country Heat Weekly pod squad. Now, the traditional first anniversary gift is paper. But what we'd really love for you to do is share this podcast with a friend. You can tweet the link or leave us a review on your favorite podcast app. Five Five stars. stars! Okay, we need to wrap things up here on Radio Row and go party hopping. But don't worry, friends. We will be back soon. Like tomorrow as you're listening to this. We have to send this episode off to be published before the awards get handed out on Wednesday night. But you know, we don't want to wait a week to talk to everyone about the speeches, the performances, and the fashion choices. No way. So Amazon (laughs) Music is letting us do a bonus episode this week. We'll talk about all of those things and we'll take you backstage with the winners. Don't miss it. And the best way to not miss it is to make sure that you're following Country Heat Weekly on your favorite podcast platform. And follow us on social media for a sneak peek behind the scenes at this entire week. I'm Hey, it's Amber A. And I'm the Kelly Sutton. As we were chatting with the stars this week, we asked them to tell us about their most unusual gig. There are a lot of bad gigs on the way to playing the CMA Awards. For Luke Combs, it was usually Mother Nature's fault. I mean, we played, you know, in the snow before. I mean, played in the rain before. I mean, just like out in the rain. You know what I mean? Just like getting rained on, getting snowed on. Now, we were thinking musical gig, but we didn't (laughs) specifically state that. So Cole Swindell took us in a whole different direction. Unusual gig. Wait, like, like music gig or just, oh, 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 gosh. I thought you meant that time I worked at the bank for a summer, which everybody thinks I'm lying. That was an unusual gig. Um, yeah, I, the only, let's be honest. The only reason I got that, my aunt worked there, and she uh, she gave me a, a summer job. I didn't work there. It wouldn't have lasted past the summer anyway. I was terrible. I worked in the loan department. I, I didn't approve it. I just uh, <laughs> I was just trying to make sure I counted it right. <laughs> and here are some more hot takes from Sam Hunt, Mitchell Tenpenny, Lainey Wilson, and Nate Smith. I played a flatbed trailer at a football game. That's not all that unusual, but that's the first one that comes to mind. My first radio tour, Indicator Station radio tour, we went in the middle of the desert past Vegas. Me and my buddy, just me and him and acoustic guitar in a skating rink. There were four-year-olds and five-year-olds just falling down in front of us. They had one microphone, nothing to plug our guitars in. So we were like hovered together, like super close, trying to just get the mic to pick up the guitars, let alone our vocals. And there's four-year-olds spilling pizza and Mountain Dew right in front of us. And I was like, if this is making it, then here we go. <laughs> like, it can only get better, I think. Probably my first Hannah Montana gig, which was on the uh, a flatbed trailer. Most unusual gig. Um, it was actually last year, and like in the middle of our set, the guy stops and goes, okay, the clown show is going to start in five minutes. The magic show is going to... This was just last year, and I was like, oh, shoot, man, this is crazy. And then they like lit these like torches behind me. I was like, I don't know what's going on here. So that was pretty unusual. Country Heat Weekly is a production of Amazon Music and Wondery. Special thanks to Ellen Appleton, Michelle Kirk, and the entire team at the CMA Awards for welcoming us to Radio Row. Executive producer is Melissa Locker for Nevermind Media. Senior producer is Joyce Reiser. Recording engineer is Aaron Dethridge. Sound designed by Debbie Daughtry. 
Production assistants from Annie Reuter, Rick Hamilton, Madeline O'Connell, Tim Einenkel, and Jeremy Chua. Our theme song, Country Time, was written and performed by Mia Byrne. The team for Amazon Music and Wondery includes Nathan Brackett, Michelle Kammerer, Emily Feld, Callum Plews, Emily Belote, and Jenny Tay. The executive producers for Wondery are Dave Easton and Marshall Louie. Production support services from Marley, Steve, Grace, Winnie, Moses, Wicket, Osmo, Abby, Scraps, and all the other very good dogs out there. Find and follow Country Heat Weekly on Amazon Music or wherever you listen to podcasts so you get the latest episodes just as soon as they drop. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to Country Heat Weekly ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at listenerstudy.com. In the climate-ravaged year of 2072, the city of Pura stands as a miraculous green haven, a geoengineered paradise that protects fortunate residents from the global catastrophes of heat domes, fires, floods, and droughts. Demetria Lopez heads up Pura's public relations, tirelessly promoting the city's idyllic image. But when she stumbles upon a dark secret that, if exposed, would be the downfall of Pura's existence, she must decide who and what she is willing to protect. From Wondery, the makers of Academy and Dr. Death, The Last City stars actors Rhea Seahorn, Jeannie Tirado, and Maury Sterling. Follow The Last City on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of The Last City early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus.